Hey, I'm Bryce Hitchcock, and I play Deuce in Final Fantasy Type-0, and you're listening to Final Fantasy Union. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest special edition of Final Fantasy Union in preparation for the release of Final Fantasy Type-0 HD. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. And today we are joined by Bryce Hitchcock. Hello everyone. (laughs) How are you? How have things been? Very good actually. How about you guys? been busy busy. very busy yeah very very busy yeah and it's obviously type zero is coming out pretty soon now i know it's getting a bit hectic yeah not that many days left no they've got only a few days left Mm. so yes today we're joined by bryce and bryce has been in i guess the business for quite some time now is that fair to say yeah i have I've been doing acting since I was about, I guess, seven or something. And then I kind of started doing the whole Los Angeles acting since I was about nine or ten. Yeah. So, I mean, this has seen you appear in like Modern Family. You've been in Lie to Me. My name is Earl. And you've even uh, done some voicing of Japanese anime in, in the form of Skycrawlers, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I've done a lot of dubbing work. Um, and that was one of the projects I worked on. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, before we get on to like, diving straight into the questions, just need to remind everyone that uh, Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com and YouTube.com forward slash vids. So first question, what is a typical day like for Bryce Hitchcock? Ooh, what's a typical day? That's actually hard to answer because I don't I know if there that. is really I knew a... why I wanted to ask it because <laughs> we want to get yeah. the hard stuff out. <laughs> there you go. It's it's hard because I, there's not really like a typical day for me. Um, it kind of goes back and forth. Sometimes it's like a really heavy acting day for me. I'll either have a job that I'm working on, or I'll be auditioning, or whatever and then there are other days when i'm doing a lot of music stuff mm. and so i'll either be writing or recording or doing a music video or something crazy and then there are other days when i'm doing schoolwork and stuff because <laughs> i'm still finishing high school i graduate in may yay finally yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> but um yeah so it kind of varies from day to day but that's basically some of the things that i do on a typical day i guess (laughs) that must be quite quite difficult to kind of figure out like because i think most people obviously like to plan what they're going to do out the week and i guess like time management skills have to be ace (laughs) yeah it's um it can get really really hectic very fast and you kind of have to just learn to go with the flow yeah um (laughs) i like to plan things uh so it's kind of hard for me actually but I've kind of gotten used to it now, and I just kind of do whatever happens <laughs> and hope for the best. <laughs> take deep breaths and just go. Yeah, just just take exactly. a pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this uh, question, um, kind of along those lines, is from Maria T Magical Nine from Twitter, who wants to know who and I've added what uh, inspires you to do what you do. Oh goodness. Um, 
I kind of, well, it's kind of funny. I started the whole acting thing because my mom was a costumer uh, for theater back in Nashville, where I'm from. Oh, cool. And I just kind of was always around it. And they asked me to do a play and I was like, oh, sure, why not? I'll try it. <laughs> and I ended up just loving it. And I, I don't know, it's kind of weird because whenever people ask me like how I got into it or whatever, it's... It's hard for me to answer because I don't really know. It just kind yeah. of happened in some weird way. It's just in your blood. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's just there. So I just kind of have always been around, surrounded by that kind of stuff. And I just kind of, it just kind of happened naturally, I guess. Um, do you still do plays now as well? I haven't been doing them as much lately. I love doing theater, but the one problem with it is it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Because there's so many rehearsals and then, of course, the actual performances. Yeah, which could last, um, like, weeks. Yeah, it takes quite some time. Um, so I haven't been able to do as much as I'd like to recently. Sure. But I'm hoping to get back into it at some point. Yeah, that'd be so. cool. So I guess your inspiration is just the fact you love doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. My inspiration is myself. Definitely. <laughs> Good inspiration to have. <laughs> yeah. This next one is from Andy Monahan, who asks uh, from Twitter, who asks, "How does it feel being relatively new to voice acting, but being chosen to be a part of Final Fantasy history?" Honestly, I was so stoked when I found out. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been playing video games actually for well, practically since birth, because my dad was a big video game addict, and then I kind of was part of that, <laughs> and so. I, I, when I started voice acting, it was something that I'd always wanted to do, um, to do a video game. And then for it to actually be a Final Fantasy game is kind of huge because it's this major franchise and there's a huge fan base. And it was super exciting to actually be able to be a part of that and to be able to go back and play the game and hear myself talking. I imagine it's going to be really weird. It's kind of like hearing yourself on a voicemail or something and being like, yeah. oh, that's what I sound like. <laughs> that's my voice. <laughs> But it's, um, yeah, it's really surreal, but it's it's super exciting, and I'm honored to actually be able to be a part of it. So you're basically just like a mixture of both your parents. You have you have the, the video game geek side, and then you have the theater side, and then you just mix it all together. Exactly. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a l little bit of a nerd and a little bit hey. of an artsy person, so it's all, it all works. No, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> So this next question is from Jax Holmes on a Final Fantasy Unit, and they want to know who do you like. Well, sorry, what do you like about your character, and do you see any similar traits between yourself and her? Well, I actually think we're really similar in some ways. When I read her description, I was like, "Wow, that's actually kind of scary." It sounds like me, um, but I think she's really cool because she's really kind and she really cares about her friends and. She's also very stubborn, but, like, in a good way. <laughs> I think in a good way, because when she sets her mind to something, she's going to get it done. And I think that's a really cool trait to have. A lot of people have also said that you share very similar, like, um, you look a lot like her as well. Yeah, it's kind of funny when I, because um, when you go and audition, they'll give you, like, a little tiny picture of the character. And I saw her, I was like, hey, she kind of looks like me. <laughs> It's always the help. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I know on some projects, they'll actually model the characters to look like the actors. Definitely. But obviously, this was created before I was ever in the picture. Um, but um, Or was it? I know. 
where they stalking you beforehand. <laughs> They're just like, they oh, that watching Price me. Hitchcock. Yeah, the whole, audi- the whole audition <laughs> process was just like a ruse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just knew. They knew I was going to be in it. So. Definitely. Well, this next one is from Mike Shirley Donnelly from Final Fantasy Union Facebook. And um, they ask, without going into spoilers, do you think it will be hard to play the game knowing at least in part what happens? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's hard. It's kind of like having a friend spoil the season finale of something. Aww. Like, you, you you, still have to watch it or you yeah. have to play it in this case. But it's, it's hard to do because you kind of know what's going to happen. But it's kind of funny because I feel like there's still going to be surprises for me because... A lot of the stuff that I was saying and what was going on was kind of out of context in some ways. So I think I'm still going to be surprised by things and be like, oh, that's what's going on? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, but so, um, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be difficult to kind of know what's going to happen. Because it's kind of the curse, <laughs> isn't it? Because like, it's, it's fantastically part of this franchise, but you're also a fan. So you kind of wanted to kind of not know. Yeah. 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 It's a problem. <laughs> Such a difficult problem. I'm sure everyone's just going, oh, man. First world problems. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this next question is from Madalaski on Twitter, and they want to know, what's your favorite Final Fantasy game? Uh, I haven't played all of them, but from the ones that I've played, I think my favorite's 10. No, That's my favorite. I like that one. I thought it had a really cool um, storyline, and I like the characters in it, so... Yeah, that's going to be my favorite. And, and soon, in about you know, a couple of days' time, it's going to be Type Zero, obviously. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell everyone. Oh, have you played Type Zero yet? Well, you should. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite one. <laughs> and you should really check out this one character. No reason whatsoever. Yeah, no. Exactly. I could really freak people out with that, actually, if they didn't know. <laughs> that's what Orion said. He goes yeah. to he goes to conventions and. Um, he just kind of like anyone who's cosplaying any of the characters he's done. He just kind of goes up to them and talks to them, um, just as just acts like a fan. And then <laughs> when they're walking away, he'll put the voice on and just shout something at them. <laughs> and they'll be like, "What? <laughs> That's great. That's really great." <laughs> but yeah, moving away from the voice acting slightly, um, you're obviously very much into music. You kind of mentioned earlier that you like writing your own stuff, and you apparently play a ton of different instruments. Which is your favorite? Yeah, I do play quite a few instruments, actually. I play guitar, ukulele, piano, and a tiny bit of violin. And I have a really long list of instruments I want to learn, but probably will never get to. Voice counts as an instrument um, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, voice exactly. can. Exactly. Singing. It's, a, it's an instrument. But I'd have to say my favorite's guitar. I guess I've just always kind of gravitated towards it, because it's nice and portable, and it's fun to play, and you can kind of... I feel like it has a lot of different things you can do with it, like mood-wise. So yeah, I, that's that's probably my favorite. I was going to say, that kind of sounds like the ukulele as well, but it's usually a lot less serious. Yeah. Yes. Although, well, they can have a lot of cutesy stuff, can't they, with the ukulele? Yeah. Have you, you have can, you used the I'm, ukulele much in any of the songs you've done? Yeah, I actually used it. Um, I've used it on, well, Happy Being Me, which is yeah. the one that uh, I saw on the page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Spoilers. I was like, oh, hey, spoilers now. Um, yeah, that one. And I've used it in a couple. I actually play some like cover songs on it and stuff. I still kind of mess around with it. 
You know, now that you said it's just a fun instrument, though, I'm going to write a really dark song yeah. on the ukulele. On the ukulele. That's gonna you're going to you're gonna see. It's going to be tears everywhere. <laughs> you're going to see how dark the ukulele can be. There you go. Could, there could mission. be a new niche. Yeah. There you go. Death. Dark ukulele, ukulele. music. <laughs> yeah, death metal with the ukulele. Ukulele. No. Oh. <laughs> This next one is from Andy Monahan on Twitter, who asks, in reference to your Happy Being Me music video, now that you're a part of the Final Fantasy, um, would you rather have a giant bear, a unicorn, or a chocobo, or a moogle? I have to say a chocobo. No, Chocobos are great. <laughs> what? Plus, I mean, you can, like, ride a chocobo. Yeah, can't ride a... And baby chocobos are... The cutest yeah. Oh my gosh. Adorable. So cute. Although I guess technically <laughs> so yeah, you can that's... ride a unicorn. True. Maybe not the one you know. in your video. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, probably not the one in Where did you probably get that video. head, by the way? Oh, well, it's kind of funny because we were just looking for some crazy stuff to put in there because the whole concept was basically for it to be things that I think up or that I imagine. Aww. And so we were going into a costume shop to check out some of the stuff that they had. And I saw this, well, it's actually a quadricorn because it has like four horns. <laughs> so it's a quadricorn head. And I was like, I need that. Yeah. I'm just going to buy it. We're going to put it in there somehow. And it worked. There you go. <laughs> so the quadricorn is born. Exactly. Yeah. On from that, can you tell us a bit about what you're working on at the moment as far as music goes? Yeah. Um, lately, I've actually been recording my first full album, oh, cool. which is wow, yeah. super exciting. Um, cause I've had these songs and I'm really excited to kind of see them come out as a final product and be a full collection. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm really excited. Yeah, I've been writing some more stuff as well. Um, I'm just gonna shamelessly plug myself here. Yeah, go ahead. You can go check out my Twitter and my Facebook, which are both at Bryce Hitchcock and Instagram and website. And that's where I have all of my music stuff. And you can go check that out and be updated when I actually release the album mm. <laughs> and, and now as of what we've just said about a couple of minutes ago there's gonna be a bonus track featuring yep. the ukulele <laughs> yeah dark ukulele exactly yeah i'm gonna stick it in there yeah yeah get the, the special secret track but seriously though it is it is really nice that um i've been listening to some of your music on youtube and it's very calming it's very it's very nice oh and thank happy. you yeah, so the, the, the dark sinister ukulele would be a very... <laughs> a very different career move. <laughs> it's funny, because I either write really happy music or, like, really depressing music, but... <laughs> so I kind of go back and forth. No but... middle ground. Yeah, no. Yeah, no middle ground. It's just I'm all over the place. <laughs> so this next question is from us, and we wanted to know... With your experience on the Skycrawlers, did that help you at all in relation to doing Type 0 HD? Is they're both Japanese? Yeah, it actually did. Because with both of them, it was kind of, you know, you were dubbing what someone else is doing. I kind of learned how to match up with a picture um, from doing the Skycrawlers. And also, the Japanese have has like a similar rhythm all the time. So you kind of learn how to match with that. So I definitely think it helped me to kind of have a head start on how to do the whole dubbing thing. Because it can be tricky sometimes. It's all about, you know, timing and... Yeah. Yeah. Do it faster. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's hard because when you're translating, um, sometimes it'll take them a really long time to say something and it only takes you a few words or vice versa. And so it's hard to kind of figure out what you need to do. And so then you have to like change words or do whatever to match what's going on on screen. So it isn't totally off. Um, but yeah, it, I definitely think it helped me. How does it work when you get uh, direction on doing like the different sound effects for your character? <laughs> it's it's actually funny. There are days when you literally just sit in there just making grunting noises <laughs> for for hours. It's really awkward, honestly. Um, <laughs> but it, it's kind of funny. You can laugh about it. I guess it, it depends what sounds um, you're asked, being yeah. asked to make. Is like, like sometimes you've got laughter and like battle cries and yeah there's all kinds of stuff and it's funny because what if you were actually filming it like on camera you would just naturally make those noises but then when you're in the booth it's kind of like okay well she's you know hitting someone i guess i have to make a noise that sounds like she's hitting someone (laughs) and you can but it's kind of funny because i learned you kind of have to act it out in some way because otherwise it sounds like you're just going uh (laughs) 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 which (laughs) It doesn't, doesn't really do much for you. No. So I actually was like moving around and doing stuff in there, which probably made me look a little crazy, but I think it was worth it. Yeah, it gets the desired effect, doesn't it? Exactly. That's what it's all about. It's yeah. all about the end result. Yeah. Method acting. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just going to do whatever it takes to, to get there. They say <laughs> throw something. I'm going to throw something. Just don't break the glass. Yeah. The just equipment. don't break anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> taking it too far. Yeah. <laughs> so we've obviously interviewed jonathan uh as part of our uh, interview series and demo varman off the back of that wants to know were any of the recording moments made easier because of your friendship with him yeah it was actually um i met him working on the project and we've just kind of hit it off really well and it was definitely a lot of fun we were able to talk to each other about stuff that was going on and um, all the craziness that was happening in the recording studio. <laughs> it's actually super weird because both of our moms have the exact same birthday, like year and everything. Yeah. And they drive the same model car. Oh my god. Like, some weird, the same color as weird well. stuff. Not the same color. If it was that, I would have probably freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, they got along really well. And so it was, it's kind of fun. We were able to hang out. It was like a little Aww. family. That's so cool. <laughs> it's such a coincidence yeah. though. Like it, that's just, Freaky, Freaky Friday type yeah, it's stuff. so weird. <laughs> but no, Super it's cool. Weird. I guess it must have been great, though, because, um, yeah, it was, it was your first video game as well, right? So Yeah. And Jonathan was obviously going through the same thing, and I guess a lot of the other voice actors that had uh, come in were a bit more experienced in terms of, like, they'd done previous video games before, and they kind of mm. knew how things worked. Mm. Where, whereas exactly. you guys were just kind of really green. No, <laughs> And it's nice to have someone Yeah, <laughs> It's kind of fun. We were able to experience it together and kind of talk about, like, everything. So. I can't believe they asked you to do this today. I know. <laughs> Gee. Yeah. Right? Did you hear about this? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Have you kept in contact with any of the other guys you recorded with? It's funny. We were actually scheduled at the same time almost all the time. But I have... Um, and I actually haven't met many of the other people. Yeah. Um, I... I think I've met a couple others here and there, and I we kind of kept in touch over Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and I actually met, well, I didn't actually meet, I met over the internet, I met Orion. Yeah. Um, we've been kind of talking back and forth. 
Um, so it's kind of weird. I hope we'll all be able to do like a reunion or something. Yeah, there needs cool. to be some kind of launch event or like a, a Type Zero like barbecue. Something. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be fun. So hopefully we can make that happen. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that'd be a lot of fun. Given that you're good friends with Jonathan, you're clearly going to have Ace and Deuce in your party when you play Final Fantasy Type Zero, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Who else though? Orion, since he's kind of creeping in there. You can have nine as your third member. Nine. There you go. Yeah. I might just do that. <laughs> just be like really politically correct and not picking favourites, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> only people who have only the first three people who are interviewed by you guys. Yeah, there you go. That's true. That's a good. That's a good way of doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Too late. No, <laughs> no one likes you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so before we round out the interview, it's something that we ask all of the voice actors who come on the show, just because sometimes it it can be it can be really silly. I can throw a few red herrings in there. Yeah, but um, have you? Did you have any sort of silly experiences in the recording studio? Oh goodness! Um, that sounds like yes, so many, yeah. but I can't talk about There's, any of them. <laughs> yeah, basically, no. <laughs> there were definitely some funny moments. I'm having a hard time thinking of, like, specific examples, but there's definitely some crazy stuff that was, that I either happened when I was doing my crazy movements and making noises. <laughs> um, there are some things that were, like, written that were kind of odd because of translation errors. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like all your base are belong to us, but <laughs> there's a couple of times when it was a little bit close. Yeah, yeah, Ryan said he had a few because his character's, uh, I think, the only character that swears. And yeah. the swearing didn't necessarily translate that well over from Japanese into English. Like, yeah. It didn't make sense anymore. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. There's definitely some of those moments. I remember eating a lot of green apples, <laughs> and that's going to sound really weird. But it helps to reduce mouth noises, so you don't like make a lot of weird... And makes your dentist unhappy. Right. <laughs> dentist not happy, but... I, I swear I probably had 100 apples during the course of recording this. So... You know, fun facts about recording. There's a lot of apples. <laughs> any other any other small tips? Um, no, that's, that's it. it. That's <laughs> just <laughs> apples. Just apples. <laughs> so, when in oh, doubt, guys, um... if you want to be voice actors, apples. <laughs> and Cash Bryce will be uh, charging everyone who just took that advice. Um, yeah, she'll yeah. be sending checks in the mail. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll take a cut from whatever you make. <laughs> So yeah, that's. I think that's pretty much it um, yeah. for the interview. Thanks for taking the time to speak to us, Bryce. Yes, thank you. Oh yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for asking me to talk to you guys. Definitely. <laughs> so yeah, be sure to check back with us in the future. I th- I think we're going to try and have a few more interviews. We got a few more lined up. I think. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We never want to confirm anything. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. No. Um, but yeah, we should have some more Type Zero HD interviews coming out soon in the future. So be sure to check back. And uh, thanks again, Bryce. Uh, It's been a pleasure to have you on. Oh, thank you.